Hey, fellow DJs, do you want to own a piece of a premium sports book and casino? Well, Moonbet gives you the chance just by holding their MBET crypto tokens. You can buy those tokens right now over at bitforex.com. You can also join the Moonbet ecosystem by heading over to moonbet.org. Use the link in the description so that they know you're a true DGEN. Eclipse the competition and make some money with Moonbet. You fools. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch here, and it is Friday morning. Max, that'll be feeling good. Is it too early to do a mid-roll? What, what, are, you, what, are, you, what are you gonna pimp? Okay, so I'm watching the game last night with, with my wife, and she's actually watching the game, which surprised the fuck out of me that she's paying attention to a football game. Well, that's because uh, McVay's on the sidelines. Uh, that's probably it, but I think she was more into the Seahawks jerseys, those lime green, neon green jerseys. She she re- referenced them twice, and so I went over to the D-Gen shop, and you can get the Seattle Frauds t-shirt in that exact color. <laughs> so I was thinking of ordering her a, a lime green, neon green Seattle Frauds shirt, because as of last night, I think the Frauds moniker is going to stick with them for a bit. Ooh. What's going on, Sex Panther? Well, yeah, we were talking pre-show. It looks like the Sea Chickens could be in trouble. The No running back, no Chris Carson last night. And now it looks like Russ won't be doing any cooking for a little bit because uh sounds like it's a relatively significant break in his hand um, on his throwing oh, arm, throwing oh. hand. So uh doesn't look good for the Sea Chickens. And, um, yeah, the Rams looked pretty damn good last night. I think they, they course corrected a little bit. But you're right, man. E- even with Russ, even with the running back being two and three in this division, oh man, they would be in bad shape. It's not good. Yeah, I mean, uh, w- w- when you're saying that the the 49ers are the other team that you'd be vying with for you know third place, <laughs> you know, it's like, man, it, it, that's not good. That's that's not a position that you want to be in. Um, Rams have it easy for the next few weeks too. I think they can rattle off probably another good two, three wins in a row and uh, before their schedule gets slightly harder with some more divisional play. But I mean, I think they, they have the Giants, the Texans, uh, the, the Jaguars coming up. I mean, the, the Rams have some winnable games and the Seahawks, I, th- I think, you know, w- without Russ, damn, this is this is going to be a problem for them. And, and we were talking in, in a couple episodes that Pete Carroll, this might be his his final season or this might be his swan song in seattle um uh, maybe he goes back to usc maybe, maybe, maybe he takes that job uh but yeah it's it's going to be very very tough but uh, interesting of last night two things to note one is uh you mentioned i think yesterday that aaron donald has least productive game ever last week that's what we saw on twitter yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. How, how'd that work out last night he bounced back slightly just slightly, bit. yeah, yeah. Pretty, pretty good game last night. But what what everyone wants to talk about, I believe, I had no idea that this was a thing, is the double punt. The double punt. I have the highlight uh, queued up here, so let's take a look at it, and then we can discuss it. So third down continues to be a problem for Seattle. Aaron Donald now. Oh, here's a block. Blocked off the foot of Dixon, and Dixon now kicks it. Well, that's coming back. That's coming back as this goes down near the 10. But that's two kicks for the price of one. And I'm thankful Mike Pereira is here with us in Seattle. Mike's thank. There it is. 
Where's Chubby Zebra? Is, is he at the eye doctor right now? Is he, at the same, <laughs> is he at the same place that you got your glasses at, Panther? We need our referee to give us a call on that. What the fuck was that? What was that? We, we were actually talking about that play live last night. Chubby Zebra should chime in and said that a double punt was a legal play. But one of the things that we're looking at now was where he was uh, on the course of the field as, as applies to the line of scrimmage when he made that second kick. And I think Arch might have some uh, uh, still shots of that. But we're going to look at the rule book here real quick. Yeah subsection, yeah, subsection three on rule nine. A second kick from behind the line of scrimmage is legal provided the ball has not crossed the line. Now, the punter's not allowed to cross the line either. So that's that's become the point of contention. Let me pull this up so you guys can tell me what you think. Ineligible man downfield, by the way, is a mess. Just a mess. Uh, on oh, that I one. mean, that's what, that's what I was saying. What if he threw the ball? Like, if he threw the ball and someone caught it downfield, then it would have been called back because who's eligible? This is uh, on Twitter. Loss, real, polyam- polyamorous, tantric sex guru posted this. I want to give him credit. I like that name. Oh, yeah. That's a great name. Oh, so we see the line. It's just on the other side of the 21, just barely. All right. All right. There's where he starts the kick. It looks okay. to me like behind the 21. He's behind, behind yeah. the 21 when he starts. Yep. But. I don't know, man. I don't know. That is that is razor thin. I mean, if you drew an invisible marker line, I think he's still behind it by like millimeters. Yes. Yes. I will go, I will go millimeters. I'm not going to say inches. I will go millimeters behind. Well, here's my issue. I'm looking at the official on the sideline. One of those feet, I'm going to say it's the one his right foot, the one to the our left, is the one that says the line of scrimmage, and he is facing forward. That's when he why he's watching this play. So that suggests to me he is past that line of scrimmage. You say his right foot? That's behind the twenty-one. That's we know that's, that's where. Line. Yeah, his that when you go back to that other uh, pick that you had, they were not at the twenty-one. They were behind the twenty-one. We're, I'm going to assume that Fox got the blue line right. That's when they put when they place a ball at a yard marker, the nose of the ball goes to the line. So the rest of that ball is behind the line of scrimmage. Yeah, but it looks like to me the nose of the ball is at the 21-yard line. Yeah, so I'm just going off the official's foot. Go, go a couple of uh, slides forward again. I, I, I think I, I, I know what Panther's saying, though, is one more, one more, one more slide. Uh, sorry, one more. <laughs> this one. The angle of his foot, like, I mean, we're, we're looking at this from one angle, but mm-hmm. think of, like, human anatomy here. That leg has got to be across that line. If you drew that, like, I mean, from this picture, it looks like it's behind. I think it has to be because his plant, his plant leg is on the 21. It's on the 21. Is this like, uh, you know, uh, illegal forward pass that some part of your body, just some part of your body has to be behind the line? Doesn't matter. Maybe because, I mean, if you think think about a throw, right? Like as long as the, it doesn't matter if your arm is over the line of scrimmage, right? Your feet just have to be behind the line of scrimmage. Some part of your body has to be behind it, right? Just... <laughs> well, what if you got a big ass? Yeah, I mean, well, like, what if you got a giant fucking Brazilian ass, and that's behind the line of scrimmage? Does that count? It, it, I think it might. Because if so, I know some ladies that can probably play some football. Kardashians. <laughs> <laughs> if if you if you listen to the episode of uh, uh, me and Saxy a couple weeks ago, you would know that they're Armenian, and yes, also agreed, Armenians. How how you doing, right? All right, right back. <laughs> But I mean, so to, to me, it's 
the referees just didn't know what to do there. Oh, well, there's a shock. Fair point. Fair point. And uh, clearly, my big, my biggest take from that was clearly the commentators didn't know what the hell was going on. <laughs> That's right. coming back. That's coming back. Like, like they knew the rule. Well, it was so reminiscent to that, that scene in Semi Pro where where they throw down the uh, here <laughs> you got the you got the so they throw down the alley oop for the first time, and the referees are like. I'm sorry, I don't know what just happened. A very unusual series of moves just made the ball go in. Damn! I don't know but I just got an erection. Foul. Foul. I didn't touch anybody. Look, Jackie, people can't. He, he could be an NFL referee. He really could. But like, honestly, that scene encapsulates everything. It's, it's like, what the fuck just happened? The announcers, people in the crowd, like, um, what? And, and the umps are like, I don't know. Like, you can imagine just someone like flipping up the rule book and like trying to find section nine of it. It's like, Oh shit, this, this, that, that was legal. Fuck. The back judge is like, I'm glad I'm back here. All I got to do is spot where this thing was touched. And yeah, and, right, right. And this, <laughs> why, you, you guys go figure that shit out. I don't know. Yeah. I, you know, it, I, honestly, though, it sounds, it, this is going to sound so stupid, but punting nowadays, you have an elite punter. It's pretty, it's pretty remarkable. Like, I, like I saw the Rams punting the ball last night. Every single time, just fucking destroyed the Seahawks with field position. Oh, yeah. Every you, single time. The, your punter is one of your most def- important defensive players. Honest to yeah. God. Oh, absolutely. Like, set your defense up perfectly yeah, yeah. for success. And, and, and the Rams, Rams, thankfully, have a good punter. Well, uh, we've, we've seen that time again, time and again with punters and field goal kickers. Like, like I think people take these guys, non-football players, for granted, but they are an absolute essential chess piece uh, for this game. And um, yeah, kudos to the punter last night to even know the rule that he could kick it twice. Yeah, I'm sure that's what he was thinking. He was worried. He yeah. was worried. You look at him. He's like, "Can I do this? Can I do this?" He, he was about to throw it. He was about to throw it. And he's like, "Ah, fuck it. Let me just kick it." <laughs> See now, now I need to look up that rule. Could he have thrown it? What, what's the rule yeah. there? Oh, absolutely. Probably. Oh, I, I, the I, ball I think, never crossed. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, is it time for a breather? No. Uh, no, we uh, we could probably get at least one game, and we got four games to talk about. We'll hit all four of them. Yeah, let's, no doubt. let's start off with that Chicago White Sox at Houston Astros game. It's the first one on the board here. I was on Chicago yesterday. Houston came out and just absolutely whooped their asses. Hey, Chicago uh, got a run, Max. So they, I mean, that's they, a moral finally, they finally got a fucking run, but Lance <laughs> Lynn looked like a piece of shit out there. So. Again, don't take me fading Chicago as an overreaction. That is that is not why I'm doing this. I still have questions about this Astros team based on recent performance, but maybe yesterday was that sign that they've been kind of playing possum the last few weeks and that they're going to show up for real. For Chicago, it's really hard to ignore their fraudulent nature all fucking season. All season we've been down on Chicago. This is a talented team, and it never seemed to hit a stride. 
their backs are against the wall today. And unfortunately for them, I, I think they're going to find themselves in a 2-0 deficit after tonight. They're going to put Lucas Giolito out on the mound. He's looked great. Absolutely great over his last three starts. But Framber Valdez has had a pretty fucking good season himself. And I think he's going to put Houston in a position to win today. But more importantly, those Houston bats, if they, if they come alive like they were, for, I mean, you remember that one stretch of the season where their bats were just unbelievable? If they can hit that again, I don't know. Maybe they need some trash cans in Houston. I think they get the win today, though. $10 bet on the Astros. Yeah, it's kind of like yesterday was like the dawning of a new day. I tried this whole new thing of actually looking up stats and trying to justify my picks. And I looked at these games today. Giolito has a better away ERA than he does at home. So that's in favor of him. He posted a 2.35 September ERA. He has only faced the Astros one time, defeated them, although it was only against Jake Odorizzi, so maybe asterisk. Uh, But, you know, Giolito has not lost since August 15th. Uh, against the Yankees. He's been undefeated since then. Valdez, on the other hand, the Astros are four and six in his last 10 starts. He had a 3.28 September ERA, and he's one and one against the White Sox. I actually think there is enough data here for me. I'm going to take a flyer. It's not a huge lottery ticket, but I will get the plus line. I like the White Sox to even it up. 25 bucks on the White Sox. All right. I'm not crazy about this one. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna bet Houston minus the 118. I have it Houston winning just barely 55% of the time. The uh, implied probability is 54%. So the value in my mind swung back to Houston here. Not great because uh, this game does worry me, but I'm still gonna do it. 15 bucks on the Astros. All right. Hey, now we can take a break and talk about DGen gear because you know what you're going to do? You're going to go to AbsoluteDegeneracy.com. You're going to click on the DGen gear icon. You're going to go to the shop and you know what you're going to find? You're going to find the Seattle Frauds t-shirt. You're going to get it in the lime green, maybe even the mint green. The Pontiac didn't come in that color, but you can get that shirt in that <laughs> color. Absolutely, you can. You can also get a Bubble Champs shirt. And I believe we're going to be talking about the Bubble Champs right after this break. DGen gear. Go full DGen! Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DGen's proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie. But just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy. Insane. Maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones, or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now, take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DEGENS to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. So not right after the break. We're going to talk Atlanta-Milwaukee, I guess, right after the break, right? Yeah. Here we go. This is the series I think that probably gives me the most concern for an upset. 
if I if I had to look at one series, this is definitely the one that's most concerning because the fact that do you consider the Do- Dodgers an underdog <laughs> in that series against the Giants? I mean, one game separating them, uh, you, Dodgers who won the title last year. I, I I don't know. This this is the upset series if there's going to be one. Uh, Atlanta has not been the best team in baseball all season. We know that, but here they are. They made it. They got through the, the the beasts of the East, right? That 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 gauntlet of challenges in the NL East. And here they are. Over the last month, have you guys uh, looked at the Braves statistics over the last month down the stretch? No. No. Second best team ERA hmm. with 3.05. Eighth in the league in runs scored. Twelfth in batting average. In that same time span, Brewers? 24th in runs scored, last in batting average, and ninth in ERA. So their pitching has held up over the course of the season, but their hitting has disappeared. The Braves, we know they got the bats. They At the deadline, Panther, what did they do? They want, went and got more bats. And who is their ace starter for today? Charlie fucking Morton, <laughs> who has had a fantastic season. And in the playoffs, 7-3. ERA of 3.38, 67 strikeouts, 13 appearances in the postseason. This guy can pitch well in the postseason. We know it. Brewers going to counter today with Corbin Burns, one of their many aces, one of their four aces, right, Panther? Yeah, all all four of them. (laughs) Uh, And listen, you know, we know in the series Milwaukee's got the the starting pitching advantage. They can they can throw three to four really good starters out there. And I hate fading Charlie Morton based on his history today, but that's what I'm going to do today. I think Milwaukee gets it done in game one. $10 bet on the Brewers. Let's throw a little pitching stats out there for you. Charlie Morton is 8-3 and three with a 3.06 road ERA. Um, coincidentally, if you will, 4.17 in a day game. So this will be an afternoon tilt. The team is five and seven since July when Charlie Morton has taken the mound. He faced Milwaukee one time, went 0 and 1. Corbin Burns, on the other hand, you know, given the way the Brewers played over the last month, you really wouldn't think much of the Brewers at all. But he Corbin Burns four and four with a 2.85 ERA at home. He has a 1.53 ERA during the day. Those four losses were all before May 25th. He has not lost at home since the end of May. Milwaukee has only lost one time when Burns pitched in July, August, and September. Burns is absolutely money at home, and I'm agreeing with Max here, $25 on the Brew Crew. Oh, boy. Look at that. I'm surprised. Maybe I shouldn't be surprised. (sighs) I'm going to do it. I think there's enough value here. I think there's enough value. I don't have Atlanta winning the game. But I do have Atlanta keeping it close enough to warrant a plus 137 bet. So give me the Braves, 15 bucks. I'll jump on Panthers team for him. Milwaukee Thank doesn't you. scare me. Thank I you. Thought we, I thought we were dead. I thought, I the thought KOD was, gone. was coming and Arch saved our fucking asses. Thank you so uh, much, kind sir. That's, we appreciate we will take that. that. We will take that win. Thank you. Yeah, the, the, the guys that beat up on the retarded kids you know, in the NL East. <laughs> Has enough chance. They got a more than a forty-two percent chance to take care of Milwaukee. Like, like honestly, I know we 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 we're not allowed to say that word anymore. But if you had to describe the Mets fucking team, like really, we're not allowed to say NL East anymore. 
Not allowed to say Annalise okay. anymore. It's very offensive. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> Boston at Tampa Bay. Chris Sale versus a goddamn rookie. Good luck with that one. I hit on Tampa Bay Panther. You were, you were on Tampa yesterday, right? That was part of your par- parlay? Uh, yeah, parlay hit. Yeah, there you go. So yep. uh, we we hit on Tampa Bay, not Arch. Arch, Arch didn't hit on Tampa I Bay. I didn't bet. Panther and I hit on Tampa yesterday. And the line movement yesterday looked off. <laughs> the line movement today looks way fucking off. As I mentioned, Shane Baz gets the start against Chris Sale. And Chris Sale hasn't looked great in his last few starts. And I have Tampa Bay winning this game. But even after running the numbers, what is this at? Minus 130? 132. It was too high for me at minus 132. The line movement makes me really fucking worried. But I can't play the Red Sox either. I don't have the Red Sox winning the game enough times for me to to trust them, even with this plus line. This is a no play for me. I'm going to lean the Red Sox here just because, again, I, I think that they could win it. And with the value, maybe that's the bet. But... No play for me. I'm off this one. Yeah, this stat thing's really scaring me because I'm finding myself agreeing with Max a little too much. Chris Sale is 0-1 with a 4.61 ERA away from Boston. He actually, in the short time that he pitched, he faced Tampa Bay twice, went 1-1. Here's the interesting thing about Chris Sale. He's only finished six innings once this season. He's barely getting over five innings, so they're going to rely on that Boston bullpen, and we know how much we love that. Shane Boz, uh, 2-0. and oh, He's only pitched three games. He's 2-0 and oh with a 1.69 home uh, ERA. Um, he's given up. Now, listen, in three games, he's pitched 13.1 innings, and he gave up three home runs. Now, on the surface, that sounds, wow, that's really bad. The all three home runs were solos, and those were the only runs he's given up all season the dude throws nails he's got 18 strikeouts in those 13 innings i think tampa bay is the play here but like max i can only lean them i cannot bet this game yeah i'm in the same boat unfortunately i was looking for a reason to bet boston i mean there's the implied probability is 44.4 i have them winning 44.4 so there's no wiggle room there's zero room so i'll lean boston here i think there's some value Wow. Uh, last game, Dodgers at San Francisco. And if, if you go to Absolute Digital, I don't know where you come across the podcast, but uh, every morning, if, if you don't know, I do little write-ups. I, I post a little uh, blog post over at AbsoluteDigital.com. I hope you enjoy the the image today, the the, the main image for the, uh, for the post. Uh, definitely check it out. I think you'll enjoy it. Dodgers at Giants. It's an unexpected series, right? I mean, NL West champion San Francisco Giants hosting the fucking wildcard winning LA Dodgers. Just it doesn't sound real. It's the first playoff appearance since 2016 for the Giants. Significant because they beat the Mets in that wildcard game. Thank you. Thank you, Giants. Two years prior to 2016, you know what happened? Giants won the championship. Two years prior to that, they won the championship. Two years prior to that, they won the championship. No, I'm not stuck on a loop here. This is just what happened. This was reality. But those were all even years. Can they restart this trend in an odd-numbered year? I will say yes, because 2020 didn't count. It doesn't count as a season. Right, bubble champs? Huh? doesn't count. 
Now, now the bubble champs get to go out and try to prove that last year was not a fluke. They barely got by the Cardinals, guys. They barely got by, by, by the Cardinals in the wildcard game. I'm going to toss Walker Bueller out on the mound today. Facing off against Logan Webb. Panther, I know you got stats about Logan Webb. Should I say the stats about Logan Webb, or do you have them? No, I love these stats about Logan Webb. Please let me have them. You can have these stats about Logan Webb. I will shut up about Logan Webb because just wait. I love how the Giants are playing right now down the stretch. Number one team in Team ERA the past month. Top five in both runs scored and batting average. This is a team that wanted the NL West. They got the NL West. They beat out the Dodgers. And I think they're going to beat out the Dodgers today in game one. And I'm getting a plus line last time I saw. Still plus line? Plus 105. Wow, it is dropping. I am going to take that plus 105. $10 bet on the San Francisco Giants. San Francisco, San Francisco treat. Oh, wait, is that rice? Uh, Walker Bueller. You know, I, we've kind of beat up on Walker Bueller a little bit. And we're like, okay, this guy is really good. And he's in the Cy Young uh, candidacy here. And now I'm looking at the stats as we get into these playoffs. He's 5-2 and two with a 3.08 uh, road ERA. He's faced the Giants six times going 3-3. Three and three. Only twice was at San Francisco, went one and one. Walker Bueller has a 5.4 September ERA. And more importantly, the, the Dodgers have lost his last three road starts. Now let's go look at Logan Webb. I did not see this coming. Six and O oh with a 1.96 home ERA. The team, the Giants, are 13 and O oh at home when Logan Webb totes the mound. He's 3 and 0 against the Dodgers. The Giants are 22 and 5 overall when Logan Webb pitches. That's enough for me to take a plus line, 25 bucks on the Giants. All right, gotcha. 25 bucks on the Giants. I'm I'm leaning the Giants in this game. But honestly, the game at a plus 104, that doesn't interest me as much. Plus 142 interests me a lot more. I'm going to put a, a nice little bet on the Giants to win the series, plus 142. Oh, yes. Yeah. I love I like it. that. Yeah. I like that a lot. Yeah. Uh, uh, series prices, um, Atlanta's plus 122, Milwaukee's minus 140. And uh, obviously, the other ones are already skewed. The Red Sox to come back, plus 313. White Sox to come back, plus 245. Interesting, the White Sox have a better chance than the Red Sox. I think so. Yeah. I, I, I think the White Sox have a better chance than the Red Sox. Uh, just, just because T- Tampa is just so fucking good. Like, insanely good. However... Yeah, if you want the... Wa- oh, go ahead. <laughs> I was going to say, however, after today, it might be tied up. <laughs> so if you want your value, you better get it today. That's true. That's what I was going to say. If you, want, if, you, if you like the White Sox at plus 245, grab them, because I think that, that's numbers going down after today. Mm, mm, mm. You guys want to lock in any of those or no? I'll jump on the Giants with you. I, I love that series price. Huge value plus 142 for the Giants to win that series. I, I would I would jump on Atlanta if I was getting 142 for Atlanta. 122, and probably not. Yeah, I have to keep hunting. Not value there. No. Yeah, I'll jump on the Giants, though. I oh, will look at that. Kiss of death on a series price. Oh, that's good. So is it a sweep or is it a gentleman's sweep? What's a gentleman's sweep in a five-game series? Uh, still one, one game, right? Yeah. 3-1. Yeah, 3-1. Okay. <laughs> Doomed, doomed, we doomed them. <laughs> I, I, but after after that Cardinals game, 
you got you got to imagine that the, the Dodgers are, you know, pretty pretty fucking scared of 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 San Francisco. Like I, I they they should not have won that that Cardinals game. The fact that they did is, is like really the fact that they're still in the playoffs. They have to be worried going into San Francisco. Got the fucking home field, man. This, this by, is one game. Game. <laughs> yeah, by one game, yeah, by one game might it might come down to that one game. Mm. Anything else we need to touch on? I can't think of anything. Panther, you don't like any of the college football plays today. I did. I was on one of them. I'm on the uh, Stanford oh, plus right, the, the Stanford. 13 and a half yeah. against Arizona State. Yeah, I I like that one a lot. And the over. I think that game goes over. Okay. I think there could be some fireworks here. Cincinnati. I was about to say, yes. Did Cincinnati move up since their win last week? Yes. They, they did. You know, given the state of college football, they have a shot at really making this <laughs> college football playoff. <laughs> they win by 30 today over Temple? Could. They could. I'm, I wasn't laying 29 points, but they could. Mm, okay. I guess that's let's put a pin in it. We talked about uh, talked about football. We talked about the double punt. Somebody needs to explain to me what an actual punt is, so we can figure out what an eligible man downfield would be. <laughs> and we talked about baseball. Max, that's it. That's it. You know what tomorrow is, right? All NFL. NFL Saturday. We're going a little bit early tomorrow. By the way, for those who watch the show live. Not going to be 9 a.m. Eastern. It will be 8:30 a.m. Eastern. So if you do want to watch or listen live, just note that half hour early. Make sure to get the DJ's app, Android or iOS. So you can let us know what you think about our picture, picks, anyone's picks over on Twitter at Betting Absolute. I'm at a uh, Mad Mortlock at Mad Mortlock. That is my handle over on Twitter. No matter where you listen, to that, please highest rating, comment, subscribe, download, and listen to every single episode. Panther, I I think you can get a parlay today, so take us home. I think I got a parlay, and with two of them being plus lines, I find this to be an incredibly valuable parlay for me. Uh, we're on the White Sox, we're on the Brewers, and we're on the Giants, so slap those three together, and maybe we'll hit two parlays in a row. But we're hanging out on the website, the app, Facebook, Twitter, at Sex Panther DGen, if you want to call me out specifically. But um, hey, call us out. We'll holler back. Most importantly, let us know what you guys did yesterday, what you're going to do tonight. And when it's all said and done, kids, it's all make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents.